And we're back, Hour 2 Sports Island here on a Tuesday night. Delighted to be joined now by the head football coach, the Cornhuskers, Matt Rule. Great to have you back in the building. I mean, for the last two months, you've been there everywhere. It's good to be back, right? Yeah, I'm very happy to be back uh, in the locker room this morning, uh, having lunch with the guys, being around them in the weight room. It's, it's good to be back, back here with, you know, the people that uh, – this is why you get into coaching, to be around young people, and it's been great. And for the staff, too. I mean, they've kind of been on the same trajectory as you. They've been out just to be around your players. That's what you're in the business for is to coach football and be with these guys. Yeah, there's no doubt. Um, we, uh, uh, we, we love our guys. And we've um, even seen each other. You know, we're on the road. You don't, you don't have a chance to see each other. But, uh, you know, we, we want this to be a family. And um, we have to spend time together. And so it's good to be back. How important is this time of year for a football program, the winter conditioning part of it? In your eyes, how big is this? I think it's crucial. It's, it's where you establish uh, your standards, you know, what you're going to tolerate, you know, what you're going to accept, what you're not going to tolerate. I think it's where you build brotherhood. You know, um, you and I don't have to listen to the same music. We don't, have to, we don't have to like the same food. But if I look over and I see you paying a price and I'm paying the same price, then, you know, then I know uh, I can count on you when things get hard. And so um, the more you look at, like, research, the more you look at sport, the more you look at life, I think you start to realize like doing thing, hard things is really important. You know, we have to challenge ourselves. We have to push ourselves. It's not punishment. It's an opportunity. And so guys coming in, working hard, working together, uh, recognizing that what they thought was possible, what they thought was their limit really wasn't their limit. They can go beyond that. Um, I think that's, that's what's going to make us great. Are you further ahead? And the answer is going to be yes. Now than you were 12 months ago, and in what ways can you measure or see that? We're definitely uh, way further ahead. I, I think it's just even in the conversations, right? Like, um, as we get ready to start match drills, as we get ready to start, you know, walkthroughs, as we get ready even to go to spring ball, guys so much uh, know, more know what to expect. And so, you know, we want them, to obviously, no matter what you put in front of them, to attack it. But it's way easier when you kind of know the rules of engagement, when you know what's expected. And, uh, you know, last year's standard cannot be this year's standard. Um, you know, last year's standard got us to five and seven. And that's, that's players, that's coaches, that's staff, that's everyone. Um, we want to be better today than we were yesterday, so certainly better than we were last year. So I, I just think I feel it when I see the communication, when I see guys talking to each other, when I walk into a room and guys, you know, everyone's not on their cell phone while they're eating lunch. They're talking to each other. They're around each other. Um, I'm, I'm proud to be associated with this group. And I think when you go back to last year and you look at the veteran players, the Luke Reimers, the Nick Henriches, all those guys, they did something really hard, and they allowed us to be where we are now, where we can, you know, start start at a much higher level. You know, pushing that pushing that rock up the hill. They gave you a baseline, right? They gave you a starting point. No doubt. Yeah, and yeah. And, and, and it was hard for them, and it was scary for them because it was different. And what we're doing this year isn't different. It's uh, it's just kind of what we do. All right. Part of the, your journeys over the last two months have been out to see people. The transfer portal has certainly been active, and you you added some parts. Let's start in the wide receiver room. Talk about the guys you've added from the portal to the wide receiver room, and why was that important? Well, I think we have a great young receiving core. Uh, guys who are fast, who are dynamic, uh, made a ton of plays last year, guys coming in. Um, it was really important to us, you know, to add in, along with IGC, along with Alex Bullock, an older player or two um, that, that's been there, that's done that, that's experienced this, so that we can have this wonderful blend in that room of talent and experience. Uh, youth and, and a veteran mindset, and that, I think that'll benefit us, you know, for the long run. And so, uh, you know, uh, Banks has come in. You know, Jamal's just an unbelievably mature young man. Uh, who he is on the field is only trumped by who he is off the field. 
and um, he's competing at everything. And he's one of those guys who's he's you know he's raising the standard um, in that room in terms of you know what he's done off the field. And so now as we start to get on the field, I look forward to seeing him doing that. And Mayor is a guy that's you know been through so much adversity. He has so much talent, and um, I think it's a really good message to send to the guys that it's it's not always how you start, it's how you finish. And sometimes as a freshman, you're so wound up, but but your your journey in life and your journey in, in football isn't a sprint; it's a marathon. And uh, anxious to see him finish the right way, so you know, and, and, and have the success he deserves. So uh, I think we have a great room, and I think we've done a lot, you know, in recruiting and in the portal to get there. You, in back in December signing day, you said you really liked your wider your running back room, and you added a, a body there, young guy from Oregon. What attracted you to him? Well, I think when you look at uh, uh, Dowdell, like he's just a big, powerful man, and uh, he's young. I mean, he's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and you know, in, in the Big Ten. Uh, in the weather that we play in, uh, in the conditions and the way we want to play. Having a guy that can finish games, having a guy that can get short yards, and that doesn't mean our other guys can't. Um, you know, two things can be two things can be true. And so we love the receive, running back room, excuse me. We love the guys that we have there. But to add in another young player um, who has size and physicality, um, you can never have enough good guys carrying the football. And so I think we got better with that. Yesterday, the media got a chance to talk to your newest addition on the staff, Glenn Thomas. We had him on Sportsline a few weeks ago. Really enjoyed that conversation. Why was he the fit for you? Well, you know, as I look back at um, my experiences as a head coach, you know, and these wild swings of, you know, starting off with bad seasons, coming back, having good seasons, you know, one common theme was, was quarterback play. And when I look back to P.J. Walker, when I look back to Charlie Brewer, two young players who was freshmen, Played and then eventually, you know, led us to you know championship caliber seasons. You know, Glenn was right there in the thick of it, and um, you know, from the very first time his name was brought up to me by Marcus, um, I remember we were uh, recruiting. Uh, I think we were in uh, Brooklyn or New York. I can't remember. I was with a guy named Mike Saravo, who was one of my longtime coaches, and he was talking to Matt Ryan because he had coached him at Boston College. And Matt was saying, "Hey, uh, Glenn's really good, and here's why." And when you hear a player of Matt Ryan's caliber say that, you have to listen to it. Um, but I, I know he's going to co coach the quarterbacks at a high level. I know he's going to make sure we have an elite plan in the passing game along with Garrett and along with Sat. And uh, there's just a great vibe and energy with those guys. You know, last year what we did was you brought all these guys in who had not worked together. Marcus hadn't worked with Garrett. Um, you, know, uh, you know, Josh stepped in and became a tight ends coach. Don, you had all these guys. I thought they did a great job of melding and coming together. And now, you, you know, you don't want to upset that, but to have still have – you know, Josh in the building, really, really grateful for Josh Martin, all the things that he's done, and he's a great, great, great coach. But to bring in a guy who's an expert at quarterbacks who can really dive into these players and help them play at their best and has a relationship with me, has a relationship with Sat, done it at every level. Um, to me, it was a no-brainer. I was just really fired up that he said yes and uh, came, came to join us. Is there something kind of refreshing to have him new and then Dylan and Danny new at the same time, and they can all kind of grow together? Is there, is there, am I oversimplifying that maybe? Yeah, you know what, um, um, maybe, I, I, you know, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about that. I, I do think um, what's been fun for me is, you know, uh, him coming in since he wasn't here last year and putting fresh eyes on things. And, and a lot of things that we do, you know, we, we did before when we were together. And, you know, it's really simple for him to kind of come in and say, hey, you know, hey, why we change the split on that? Or, hey, we're, I see we're doing this now. And, and get that perspective. And, and maybe sometimes you say, you know, oh, maybe we should go back to the way we did it. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm not really too involved in those conversations right now. My, my job this time of year is way different. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's you know, the offensive staff and the defensive staff and 
Uh, I'm trying to help players become their best. And so um, I just, it's so great a feeling for me knowing that I can, I can know that, you know, uh, Glenn's in that room. I don't have to worry about what's being said to the quarterbacks. I know he's going to teach every quarterback at the pace they need to learn at and uh, really make sure his job's not to pick who's the starting quarterback. His job is to make every player be the best quarterback they can be. And he takes that really seriously. And he'll do the same thing for our passing game. And, you know, that, the coordinator title, you know, for me, that's not just something to get someone to come here. That's something I believe in. He's called plays for me before. He's designed systems for me before. And I have a lot of confidence in him. Coach, a lot of Husker fans were kind of nervous the last few days. Tony White's name kept popping up. His alma mater, UCLA, was open. They have now filled that role. That's a compliment, though, right, to you, to, to Tony, that people are kind of interested in maybe seeing him as a future head coach? Yeah, I don't think it says anything. I don't think it speaks to me. I think it speaks to him. And, um, you know, I know they ultimately settled on Deshaun Foster, who was a player when I was a GA, and so really happy for Deshaun. But I, I thought Tony would have been an excellent, excellent choice. And, uh, you know, Martin Jarman, the AD there, I, I had a chance to speak with him. And, and um, I don't want to lose Tony White at all. I, I, I love Tony. I want him to coach here forever. <laughs> Uh, but there'll come a time when he's going to have an opportunity to be a head coach, and he deserves that. And I think we have great young coaches in that room who are ready to be coordinators. And so one more year kind of as we build this system and morph kind of into what we want to be, I think I'd love to have that. But my job is to, my job is to help people be their best. Um, and so if I'm helping all the players be their best, if I'm helping all the coaches be their best and staff, then I think they're, they're going to turn around and they're going to give me their best. They're going to give the team their best. And so um, – it's hard when you're sitting here in the middle of uh, February and someone's looking at your defensive coordinator, but at the end of the day, like, you know, uh, Tony's going to give me his best. I have to give him my best. And so would have loved for him to have that opportunity, fired up that he's with us. And even as he went through the, you know, the, the uh, off season, you know, and some opportunities came along and I just told him, we're, we're going to continue to get better and better and better. And as we, you know, as, as we research and as we, as we, you know, move up each year and get a little bit better and, move into the national picture, a lot of that credit's going to go to Tony, and he'll have an opportunity uh, to be a head coach. He'll be a great one, and uh, hopefully hopefully I can do some things along the way to, to help prepare him, but uh, he does a lot of that on his own. Spring game tickets went on sale a week ago, over 40,000 already gobbled up. I think we'll get close to a sellout by that. You're going to kick it at 11. That's earlier. Your thoughts on kicking off at 11? Yeah, you know, they, they, they came to me. Uh, Doug Ewald came to me and was like, hey, what time do you guys want to play? You know, um, uh, you know, men's and women's baseball, excuse me, women's softball, uh, men's baseball was kind of asking, and I kind of asked why, you know, well, they had some games, and I think it's an unbelievable I, I, I opportunity for us to play uh, football early, um, <coughs> excuse me, have an 11 a.m. kick, uh, then go over and watch, I don't know who's first, baseball or softball, if they're at the same time, but, you know, I, I think it's an unbelievable opportunity for us just to have a day of Husker athletics, right, and, you know, what's wrong with, you know, what's, having, what's wrong with having a go big red day, so, um, it also helps us a ton in recruiting to have people, you know, come in the night before, get up in the morning, come, um, go, go to the football game. And then we have a ton of time afterwards to recruit, maybe take them over to the softball game, go, take them over to the baseball game. You know, let me say this, you know, my, my, my heart uh, goes out to Jordy Ball, like just, just devastating news to find that out. But I, I loved her perspective. I love the fact that she knows that uh, she wasn't put on earth just to, just to, just to pitch a softball and that the Lord has uh, much, 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 much greater plans for her and knows, knows exactly what she needs. So, but I, I certainly will pray for her, as I will for all our student-athletes as they have injuries and go through the ups and downs. I think it's important for all of us to, to remember that they're, that they're, they're young people and um, they go through a lot. But I hated to see that for her, uh, but I know Coach Ravel on the team, you know, the, they'll, they'll be ready to go. I look forward to watching them play this year 
And uh, so I think that's just a really cool day uh, where we can recruit at a high level, hopefully give an experience to our players of playing in front of the greatest you know, fans in college football, have, give our fans something really cool to watch as they watch some of these returning players, watch some of the young players. You know, see, I'm sure everyone's going to be asking me about the quarterbacks. It'll be fun to let those guys go play in that environment. So it should be a really cool day. Good. Non-football question for you. I know you've been at some of these basketball games. You were court storming after one of them. The Wisconsin win by the men, where they were down big at half, and then the game Sunday where Amy's team was down 14 going the fourth quarter. Amazing comebacks. As a coach, as a, a fan first, and then as a coach, you have to appreciate the fight to not give up in those kind of games, and that kind of speaks to culture for those two programs, doesn't it? Yeah, I'll, be, I'll, I'll say this. I, I was emotional on, on Sunday as I, I, I walked back in the back and was high-fiving uh, the young lady, the women, as they came in and, and, and hugged Amy. Um, you know, because because uh, they, that team fought for that team, and they fought for each other. And, I mean, I can't imagine being Jazz Shelley and having to walk up there and shoot those free throws. Like, if you asked me to shoot a free throw in front of 20 people, I'd, have, I'd start to have heart palpitations. And she walked up there, but it's how hard they played. And what I loved about the way the women played was, you know, they were down kind of before the half, and they came back. And then they were down in the, in the, in the fourth quarter, and they came back. And um, it was beautiful. You know, I, I told some of my friends... Um, if you want to know what's right with the world, go, go to that basketball game. I was sitting around all these Iowa fans and how awesome they were. You know, they were like, they were congratulating us at the end of the game and um, just a really, really cool day. And then, you know, I, I've been, I was at both the men's, you know, big, you know, top 10 wins. Um, and the first one was obviously exhilarating, but I showed up a little bit late. You know, we were doing some football stuff and I showed up when we were down 17. And what I loved about that game was that like that team went out and they fought for the team, but they also fought for, I thought they fought for, you know, Coach Hoiberg and, you know, fought for each other. Like they went out there and they're like, you know, Coach is out there, he's coaching his tail off. You know, Sam's out there, he's diving on the ball. Casey's doing this, Wilch is doing this. Like, I thought they battled for each other. That was, I don't know what was said in the locker room, I don't know, but um, I thought it was just a team rallying. And so that's what I loved about all the wins I've seen is, you know, it's not about who we played, the fact that we beat it. It's about the fact that like our teams, battled and, and fought for each other. And I know I'm going long here, but I want to say this. I thought it was really cool at the women's game the other day to see the, all, the men's team yeah. down there. I thought it was really cool at the men's game to see, you know, the women's volleyball team watching. I mean, just the amount of support being within uh, not just, you know, you know, the entire Husker Nation, but just amongst the athletic department, really awesome. And so i um, really proud of them, and I'm looking forward to win some more games and let's get to the tournaments. Well, and I know that's kind of what you want your program to be. We're going to get down to some games. Do we respond and we fight back? And that's, that's what you're trying to get the Huskers to do on Saturdays. Yeah, no doubt. I think the thing that I have to do a really good job of is, is you know, last year we had some tough losses. And so for me, it's like, okay, that was year one. We had some tough losses. Uh, but I know tough losses, close losses become close wins, eventually become big wins if you handle it right and so you just you look at it you say to yourself okay we're three or points three we need three or four points more here three or four points more there and you fight scratch and claw during this time of year during the spring and summer to to gain those points to to, to find the margins for a lot of people those losses last year were like year five of that year and so i and that's that's i think where we all as a fan base that's where we as an athletic department we as a coaching staff we can't get caught up in and and hey this has happened um, this is a brand new team, good or bad. Like when we finally get to the point where we're winning championships, each year becomes a new year and each team becomes a new team. And, you know, you go back and listen to Coach Osborne talk after winning national championships, that's, that's pretty much what he would say. Yeah. And so he, he taught us. And so that, that whole concept, that whole belief in getting day by day better, um, our guys, we don't, we don't need to worry about last year anymore. Like we know what we need to do. We need to get about three or four points better. 
we got to wake up every day now and fight for it. But I do want us to be a team that, that fights for each other. When we get down, we're not saying, here we go again. We say, what a chance to prove what it means to be a Husker. You know, what a, ch what a chance it proves to me to play at the University of Nebraska. Let's go fight and let's win these games in the fourth quarter. So I can't wait until we get late in the, late in the first game, second game, third game, whatever it is, and it's in the fourth quarter and it's a close game because it's our, a chance for our guys to say, you know what, enough's enough. Let's get done with uh, thinking negative. Let's think positively, and good things will happen. Good. Good to have you back in town. Let's have some fun in the next few weeks on spring ball. Let's go. I love it. Good to see you, brother. There he is, head football coach Matt Rule with us here on Sports Audio. Woodhouse Auto Family, they are your trusted auto partner. 20 brands, 20 convenient sales and service locations. We're making car buying on your terms. Visit us online at woodhouse.com.